Welcome to Arguments with Words, the podcast where prop tech and mortgage leaders meet to talk marketing, branding, and the future of real estate. Now here's your host, Neil Helsper. Welcome to the show. Today we have Daniela Lang, who is Director of Product Marketing at Landa. Daniela, thanks for joining us. Yeah, excited to be here and talk. So yeah, first just tell us, tell us like what is Landa? What are you guys focused on? What problem are you trying to solve? Yeah. So if we're going to be really ambitious here, then uh, Landa, really the goal is to reshape the world of real estate investing, make it a lot more relevant for this day and age. And uh, in a nutshell, the way that we're doing that is by creating a real estate investing model that's a lot more accessible in terms of the costs and management for anyone out there who's just looking to diversify their investing portfolio. So it sounds like in terms of making it more accessible, who are the investors? Like what's the what's the range of people that you'd say you're serving? Yeah. So I think accessible is definitely a big buzzword. Um, really what I mean by accessible is that uh, real estate buying a home, investing in a property is typically one of the largest, if not the largest investment that any individual will make in their lifetime. And so really what we're doing is breaking down that cost as much as possible so that real estate is a lot more similar as kind of an investment asset to, let's just say, if you were to invest in a fund, ETFs, stocks. So we're talking the ability to essentially buy shares of real estate that's you know in the ten to one hundred dollar range. That's great because I I do feel like I've never bought like a rental property or anything like that, but just in purchasing home a few homes now, like I'm always struck by all of the costs involved. Like all of like it's not as simple as like just buying something, right? There are so many associated costs with buying property. And so being able to make that more accessible, just as easy as like, well, you probably wouldn't put it this way, but the same way that like you could just go on Robinhood and be like, I'm going to buy this stock. I'm going to buy this mutual fund, whatever. People can now look at real estate in the same way, maybe without incurring these pretty serious costs. Yeah. I When I'm trying to explain what land is to friends, I actually always use Robinhood as the example just because... Yeah, I think even beyond accessible, really our goal is to make real estate investing something that's user-friendly. Real estate investing is typically and historically the exact opposite of user-friendly. It's kind of yeah. crazy that, you know, at this point in time, it is so complicated. And yeah, it does have to do with the costs, but it also has to do with, we can call it like the hidden costs, whether that's hiring a lawyer, figuring out what your mortgage plan is, finding tenants or renovations, construction, there's, it really never ends. <laughs> so what is, if somebody decides they want to, they want to look at Landa as an investment, they go on your site, what's the experience like in terms of, are you finding a specific property? Are you investing in a batch of properties? Like what, tell us like more details of what that's like. Yeah. So it's kind of similar to if you are going on to really any e-commerce platform or an investment app and looking for a particular, we can say, uh, product, or we can continue with this analogy of stocks. And so, yeah, you can really spend some time like exploring and discovering. We have more than 200 properties. 
um, across, I believe, seven markets in five states. And so there's a bunch of different ways for you to explore the properties, whether it's by the share price, by the market, by the type of property. It really depends on like what an investor is looking for. Now, you're really focused on like marketing for this. So what what have you... Because I mean, the, the basic premise sounds awesome. But what are the marketing challenges? Like, What do you spend your day-to-day focused on doing and getting this message out to people? Yeah. So I think it's really cool that we live in a time when investing, especially in stocks, is so pervasive and ubiquitous. Um, it's a really important tool for people to kind of generate passive income or generational wealth for themselves and their families. And it's just like great for financial planning and real estate investing is like really a spectacular tool for that, but relatively unknown just because of the complexities that are typically like intrinsically connected to it. So the big challenge is kind of getting the word out that real estate investing can be a lot simpler and easier. I mean, you can buy shares in one of our properties in like under two minutes. And so, yeah, the same ease of, you know, when you're trading on Robinhood, but people have, I think a lot of trouble kind of accepting that and understanding that um, because it is relatively new. And so I think that's probably the biggest marketing challenge. Yeah. I mean, and I imagine like those, the kind of fintech equivalents of what you're doing maybe had some of that challenge to begin with, right? It's like like Robinhood made it so fluid that it's like, is this real? Like this, like I'm actually trading like this is I'm really buying it right now because that is a process that was so like analog in the past, right? Like I have to I have to make a phone call to my broker and tell them how many shares to play. So I totally understand that kind of that battle of changing people's behavior and really changing how they look at an entire market and an entire kind of purchase they can make. Yeah, definitely. I think we live in this age where the expectation is for everything to be instantaneous and convenient, but it still hasn't reached every aspect and manner of life. I'm a zillennial. So for me, the expectation is certainly there. And I'm more surprised when I learned that there's industries or spaces. Like I was really surprised to learn when I first got into real estate investing, how complicated it was just because, you know, the same way that you can order Uber, Lyft, food, whatever it is, Amazon, just never thought that. I mean, the timeline to kind of purchase a property is typically from like the moment that you begin research until you end, I think something like 100 days, something yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the craziest thing about that experience, because I, I just went through this as well. We just bought a new house a few months ago and it's, I've been through the process before, but you kind of forget every time that like in that 100 days or so, most of those days are just waiting. There's nothing ha- like there's only actual like, signposts and like events on maybe eight of those hundred days. Like most of them are just like literally waiting and it's like, what's happening right now. And I, I think that's an interesting point about that, like juxtaposition between a consumer expectations and the reality of the speed that real estate moves at. Cause it's like, I was looking at another prop tech product the other day. It was like a mortgage thing and it was like closing as little as three weeks. And it's like, that's good for the industry, but it's a lifetime in for a consumer when everything else in their life is so 
hyper fast and like on demand. Yeah, totally. And I mean, oh, kind of what you mentioned, a lot of that waiting time is just purely due to a lot of intermediaries and this like inefficiency friction that's created from all of these different intermediaries coming together for this singular process. Yeah. Very inefficient. <laughs> so before you got into PropTech, before you get into Landa, I knew you had a what I think is a really interesting background. Can you tell us kind of about your path? Because I know it includes military service, some fintech. Like, tell us about how your path and like how do you found yourself in the position you're at now? So I grew up in Israel. So I was definitely in mandatory military service. And I guess the way that that kind of connects to what I do today is that I would say that my military service definitely is what kind of like opened up my interest and passion for working more like in the startup world. Um, I think something really underrated about military service is that it really helps you with uh, problem solving skills and just coming up with really creative solutions when you have very few resources, not to mention, you know, the need to move fast and kind of think on your feet. So yeah, I had a pretty untraditional path. I, you know, when I graduated high school, did two years in the military, which is mandatory and very traditional of uh, most people who live in Israel who grew up there. But then afterwards, I went to school here in the U.S., and I've been here ever since. And what was really interesting was that when I got to school, I just kind of like had this itch that I couldn't be in the classroom anymore because I guess the military was kind of like a taste of this very strange version of real life. And yeah, it was kind of like hard to bring myself back into this more like abstract academic environment. So I decided to use the time to take kind of what I was observing in this abstract academic environment and apply it to the real world. And that's really how I got into the fintech space. I studied financial economics. And uh, in my first year, I met a bunch of other women who were in my classes. And we started talking about investing and realized that there just aren't enough women out there who are doing it. And we started to build this investing app specifically tailored for, for young women. That's awesome. Talk more about that. So what did the app do? So shout out to the app, which still exists, Alinea Invest. And uh, to Eve and Anam, who are the CEOs. Alinea essentially provides kind of a more educated, focused way to invest. It definitely targets like a younger demographic. So more of my generation, um, there's like some social elements to it. There's a huge emphasis on education and also kind of diversification for kind of younger investors to kind of think about investing in a slightly more responsible way. So almost like the antithesis of everything that's, you know, happened in the last couple of years with like investing and Reddit and, and all of that kind of day trading side of stuff. Like the opposite of speculation or something. More, yeah. Maybe more. <laughs> I think that's interesting. Like the, the combination of like the education that that app provides and kind of what you're doing in Lando, which is like empowering people with something that 
they just probably wouldn't historically just wouldn't have known about wouldn't maybe wouldn't have never have gotten that education because the really the way investments have worked historically is like if your parents don't tell you how to do it you're not going to do it right people come from generations of like my grandfather was an investor my father was an investor, you know and it's like who steps in and tells people who didn't have that resource how to do it so i think there's huge value in that i mean you guys like democratizing fine or uh, investing rather. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel very lucky to be living in an age where there's so much attention and resources being pulled into how to educate people about how to invest responsibly, not to mention just more tools that promote investing in general and make it into this way more ubiquitous experience as opposed to something that my grandpa would have done. Yeah. So I know with Landa, like as part of that outreach, part of like connecting with people, you guys are using some pretty untraditional social networks. Tell us about Discord and how that plays in a role in Landa. Yeah. Um, I just spent a couple of hours on Discord today talking with some folks. I think also related to kind of this different approach that's a lot more experiential when it comes to investing and especially real estate investing. We're super lucky that we have this really engaged community that's extremely bullish on Landa. And um, yeah, we have a really active Discord channel where, well, actually it's, it's a bunch of different channels and conversations that are going on about different experiences or aspects of, of Landa, whether it's kind of related directly to things that are going on in the app, but also yeah. things that are going on in our like macro environment. We have a channel that's just dedicated to like interest rates, but we also have another channel that's dedicated to this product that we have called Lend, which is also related to interest rates. And yeah, it's just a really cool way for, I think, investors to kind of interact with each other. And it gives them, I think, a more fun experience because uh, I think investing alone is great, but investing with others also kind of endows you with a bunch of superpowers and knowledge that you wouldn't have if it was just an experience you were doing by yourself. Do you find on Discord or or in your interactions with like Gen Z, like is the generation asking, do they ask different questions about Landa than you hear from other generations? Like are you sent because like marketers love to talk about generations, right? We love to say that like this generation thinks this. And it's not always that simple. But do you guys are you guys seeing that in your communications with people that like you're getting different questions or are there different pain points? Like, what's that been like? It's actually really interesting that you ask that because when I think about it, I'm not sure that I would say that most of our investors are Gen Z. In fact, hmm. they're not Gen Z. They're they're mostly millennials. And so, yeah, I wouldn't really be able to speak to why this is such a community-driven millennial group. I definitely can recognize when I see in Discord when there's someone from Gen Z who's asking a yeah. question or bringing up a topic. There's definitely some differences in the language um, or the questions or the emojis or the memes. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, this app is fire, Daniela. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> That's my impression of it. a Gen Z user of Landa. No, no, that's spot on. <laughs> that's, I guess I'm showing my age too as a, like a, the oldest millennial, which is like, I even think of Discord as a Gen Z app. And I, maybe it's not just because I haven't been on there or a Gen Z site rather. I mean, as the youngest millennial, 97, uh, 
I'm not the mo- I wasn't super familiar with Discord beforehand. I'm more of like the Instagram Pinterest generation, but yeah. uh, it's just not so interesting for real estate investors. I think it's more about like the type of investor in the asset class more than anything like age or gender even. Yeah. You mentioned um, the launch of Lend and I know that's something that you and your team have been working on lately. What can you explain Lend and what's the difference between kind of the the regular Landa offering and the Lend offering? So when Landa first launched, it was we don't really use this terminology, but this like traditional product, which I guess we can call the properties. When you buy shares of the properties, you are buying shares in the equity of the property. In the past year or even the past three years, really since the launch of Landa, there have obviously been a lot of kind of huge macro changes that have taken place in the real estate world. Yeah, we spent the last year and a half really thinking a lot about it and what this means for our investors and the real estate investing space. And with that, realized uh, a couple of things. One, if there's anything like more complicated than investing in a real estate property, it is the mortgage world and everything within it. <laughs> and to that we want to be a company that is like really fluid and able to adapt to whatever is going on in the macro environment. And so today that means they're really thinking about interest rates and how we can provide the add value of what's going on in the interest rate world for our investors. And so that's really what Lend is. It's essentially this uh, debt fund, if you will, um, comprised of mortgages and similar to our properties product, you can purchase shares of Lend and you will earn monthly dividends the same way you would for our properties. And those monthly dividends represent the monthly mortgage interest payments that a property makes for their mortgage. That's cool. I mean, you have like a what I think is a really impressive background with founding the app and everything too. Like why of all the things that you could do, are you working in PropTech? Why work at Lambda? What is it that like gets you up in the morning and gets you excited to do this? I think it's probably that uh, Lend is definitely a very novel product for consumer investors or consumers in general. But I do think it's a compact, small niche space, but also a really exciting and kind of innovative one. I do come from a background of, you know, B2C fintech. And a lot of what I've seen over the years is you're taking the same concept and repackaging it, which I do think is kind of every marketer's dream because, you know, marketer, then your role is really like the defining role. But on the other hand, I think there's perhaps like even more interesting challenges that come with having a totally new concepts that you're kind of trying to, I wouldn't necessarily say like find product market fit for, but kind of share the word about and make more accessible or clear or just available to people. So yeah, that very large challenge and obstacle 
is definitely what excites me day in and day out because it is very dynamic, changes all the time. Yeah, that is an interesting marketing challenge. I like I, my ears perked up when you said like it's the same thing repackaged and because I'm like, yes, it's all marketing. That's what I want. Like the brand is the whole thing, right? It's a market, essentially a marketing company. But there's something great about that challenge too, of when the company has a really unique business model or is doing something really different in the space, the marketing challenge is different. It's just, it's what you've said earlier, which is like education, making it feel accessible to people, helping people understand what it is and how it's different. And so... That's an interesting marketing challenge too. Yeah. Our company is really just... Uh, the marketing is the product and the product yeah. is the... Mar- There's something really nice about that too. You don't really like need to come up with a lot of stories because like you have one story and you just need to like refine getting to a point where it's kind of in a language that everybody understands, but it's, it's still yeah. one brand new story. That's great. Yeah, that's I mean that's great too because there's no like there's nothing artificial about it and it's not you're not like just creating this brand and then it's like smoke and mirrors like when the brand and the product are one and the same it makes your job easier and it makes the marketing more powerful because you're telling a story that's actually true and it's not just shiny marketing. So, we'd love to hear just kind of a prediction to close it out of just like where do you think Landa's going to be in 10 years? How do you and how do you think the space looks in terms of being able to bring more people into real estate investing and kind of make it more attainable for the everyday person? As an investor, I think for most people, the most exciting thing about investing is you're investing in a company, you're investing in an idea, in a belief. And yeah, you might just be investing for the numbers, but I think you you have to like have some sort of connection to what those numbers represent. And especially for me, when I first got into real estate investing, I didn't realize that there's just like this whole kind of life going on within every real estate property. And I never realized that because uh, you don't really have the access to like the activity that's going on um, at each property, like all the transactions and all the data and I'm really excited to see that like become more pervasive in the real estate investing world. We are currently building a feature that basically provides our investors with like real-time data into like every transaction that's going on for each of our properties. So I guess what I mean by the fact that like every property is kind of its own world in and of itself is you have a leak or an AC repair you know, the resident pays rent, there's a fire or renovation costs, which would be, you know, more of like a positive thing. There's just like so many different activities going on to like keep a home. I think it's really cool to like have, you know, real-time insight into that because not only does it create a way more like tangible connection between an investor and their investment, but um, I think it also ultimately will help investors to make way more informed investment decisions. I, you know, I'm looking at this from like my small little corner, but I think if this is something that like the real estate investing world adopts more widely, it's like a huge game changer. Yeah, because I would. I mean, I don't have any data on this, but I would imagine that historically, real estate investing has been 
people invest in real estate that's like driving distance from their house. So they understand the market. They can check on their properties. They, they understand like the little bubble that that property is in. But if you're getting real time updates about what's happening in the property, that opens so many possibilities. Like I live in Chicago and I understand that like there is a massive real estate boom in a lot of other places in the country. Well, now I, now I have real on the ground information about what's happening there. It's not just like macro trends that I read in. On Google News, right? That's really cool. So thanks so much for joining the show. This is Daniela Lang, Director of Product Marketing at Landa. People can f- find out more about the company at landa.app, right? Also, yeah. they can find out, they can find you on Discord, whatever that is. Other people, <laughs> other people know Discord better than I do. Yes. And I'll put your LinkedIn profile in the show notes as well so people can connect with you. Sounds great. Yeah, this was this was really lovely. I do love talking about. I, I don't know. It was, it's real estate investing is interesting. People just it is interesting. spend some time getting interested, but it's, yeah. I mean, I think, I think, uh, the general population's, uh, knowledge of real estate investing, like barely dipped their toe in the water. So big things ahead for you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to Arguments with Words, the mortgage and prop tech branding podcast. To learn more about Neil, connect with him on LinkedIn or visit neilhelsberg.com.